Hello, listeners. You ever wake up and know it's going to be a day where you drink way too much coffee? Because I sure do. I can't remember how many days I've had where I had to drink coffee to even feel awake. But coffee is a really strange drink to me. I mean, it is basically a bean-based energy drink. And it just makes me wonder, how? How did we figure out that some beans give us energy? Why do we drink the beans instead of eating them? How did coffee become the number one morning drink? Well, today on All the Small Things, we are going to consider these questions as we explore the history of the world's favorite pick-me-up drink, coffee. Although a much younger drink than tea, coffee also has an apocryphal legend associated with its invention. This legend begins way back in 9th century Ethiopia with a goat's herd named Kaldi. One day, Kaldi noticed his goats nibbling on berries. These berries made his goats so energetic that they were unable to sleep at night. Kaldi decided to try the berries himself and found that they energized him as well. He brought them to a local Islamic monk who disapproved of using them and threw them into the fire. A wonderful aroma came up from the fire. The monk then had the roasted beans raked out of the embers, ground up, and added to a cup of hot water. And so the world's first cup of coffee was born. The Islamic monks drank this coffee to help them stay awake through their evening prayers. Although this story is almost certainly not true, coffee beans are native to Ethiopia. Coffee didn't begin its world conquest until the 15th century, when it was first exported out of Ethiopia to Yemen by Sufi Imam Muhammad ibn Sayyid al-Dabahani. From there, it spread rapidly through the Near and Middle East. Public coffee houses became important places for people to meet and exchange information. Because of the connection between coffee houses and information sharing, people began calling coffee houses schools of the wise. Coffee entered Europe in the 15th and 16th century through the Turkish invasions of Eastern Europe and Venetian trade with the Near East. Some people reacted to the new beverage with fear, with local clergy condemning it as Satan's drink. Apparently, the coffee controversy became so big that Pope Clement VIII had to intervene. According to legend, when Clement tried the drink, he declared, Why, this Satan's drink is so delicious that it would be a pity to let the infidels have exclusive use of it. End quote. Whether true or not, clerical disapproval could not stop coffee's popularity. Coffee and coffee houses spread rapidly around Europe and became massively popular social centers. Coffee replaced beer and wine as the common breakfast drink, as people found it made them more energized and productive than alcohol. Coffee was so popular, Bach even composed a cantata about how good it was. Bach's cantata about coffee features lines like, quote, If I couldn't three times a day be allowed to drink my little cup of coffee, in my anguish I will turn into a shriveled-up roast goat, end quote which certainly illustrates my attitude towards coffee these days. The British brought coffee to the New World in the mid-1600s. In the North American colonies, tea was the favorite drink until the Boston Tea Party in 1773. During the war against Britain, coffee was considered a more patriotic drink than tea, leading to a permanent American preference for coffee. Even more importantly, coffee cultivation reached the Americas in the 18th century. According to legend, although this is a questionable story, a young French naval officer, Gabriel Desclieux, 
stole coffee seedlings from the Royal Botanical Garden in Paris and brought them to the island of Martinique. In the next 50 years, 18 million coffee trees had spread on the island, and coffee trees had also spread to the nearby island of Haiti. Coffee plants and trees continued to spread throughout Central and South America for the next century until Brazil became the largest producer of coffee in 1852, and remains so to this day. By the end of the 19th century, coffee had become one of the world's most profitable export crops, and even today is one of the most sought-after commodities in the world. So the next time you have an early morning and need coffee for energy, remember, the drink in your hands got Islamic monks in the 800s through their nightly prayers. It can get you through your workday. And I hope that puts a spring in your step, because it is pretty cool to think about. I'm Chrissy Talent, and thanks for listening to All the Small Things on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.